You're listening to Good Storytime. Hello, my name's Mandy. Are you ready for a story? Let's begin. Tonight's story is The Complete Adventures of Snugglepot and Cuddlepie by Mae Gibbs. Here are the adventures of Snugglepot and Cuddlepie. They were foster brothers, and this is how it came about. When Cuddlepie was very small, that is, when he had only been out of the bud a few hours, a great wind arose, and, lifting him out of his mother's arms, carried him far across the tops of many trees, and left him in a spider web. This saved his life, but again he nearly lost it, for a short-sighted old bird, mistaking him for a grub, was about to eat him up when a nut, beholding, shouted, Bird! Bird! Mind the snake! The old bird, very frightened, flew away. Then the kind nut climbed up the spiderweb, lifted up the little cold, weeping baby, and gently carried him home. Now this was the home of Snugglepot, and the kind nut was his father. Here then lived Cuddlepie side by side with Snugglepot, and they grew strong and fat. One day a wise old kookaburra came to the neighbourhood. All the blossoms and nuts crowded in to hear him speak. He said, I am old, I have travelled, and I have seen humans. Humans are as strong as the wind, swift as the river, fierce as the sun. They can scratch one stick upon another, and lo, there will be a bush fire. Oh, they love the fire. The male human carries it about in his skin, and the smoke comes out of his nostrils. They whistle like birds. They are cruel as the snake. They have many skins which they take off many times. When all the skins are off, the humans look like a pale frog. Now Snugglepot and Cuddlepie were scared all over to hear of these things, so they went often to listen to the wise kookaburra. These humans, said Mr Kookaburra, are as bad as bad. There must be bad things in this world as well as good. It would be very awkward for me if there were no snakes about to eat. And Snugglepot and Cuddlepie thought very much about it all. One day, they asked Mr. Blue Cap Wren if it were all true. Ooh, quite, said he. I have some relations living in the Sydney Domain, and I know. Ooh, I want to see a human, said Snugglepot. Oh, but in the distance, said Cuddlepie. One very hot night, when the cicadas were singing so loudly that Snugglepot couldn't hear his father snoring, he and Cuddlepie crept out of bed and out of the house. Where are you going? asked Cuddlepie. Oh, to see the humans, said Snugglepot. Only in the distance, pleaded Cuddlepie. Then they began their journey. When they had walked a long way, Snugglepot said, It's nearly day. Let us pretend to be birds so that no one will know us. Yes, said Cuddlepie. But... We can't fly. They found an old nest and took the feathers from it and dressed themselves in them. 
When the sun rose, they were far from home. In the little home the kind father and mother and little baby brother had looked out all night long into the darkness. But Snugglepot and Cuddlepie were far away. No one had known them, but all who passed them said, Ooh, what strange birds! Then Snugglepot had chuckled in his neck, and Cuddlepie had chuckled in his neck too. All day they walked upon a busy high road. At last it grew dark, and being very tired, they went to sleep in a hollow tree. Now it so happened that a very greedy owl lived in this tree. When Cuddlepie went to sleep, Snugglepot had covered him with all the feathers to keep him cosy. So when the greedy owl opened his eyes, the first thing he blinked at was Snugglepot's little fair body lying in the moonlight. Hoo, hoo, pink mouse, pink mouse, and I'm so hungry, muttered the greedy owl. Then he pounced upon Snugglepot and flew with him out into the sky. At the flutter of wings, Cuddlepie awoke. When he saw the terrible thing that had happened, he screamed aloud, No! Take me! Take me! I, I don't want to be left! I would rather be eaten with Snugglepot than live alone without him! But Greedy Owl flew on, away, away until he was but a speck in the distance. Poor little Cuddlepie tried to run after them, but the tears in his eyes were so big that he could not see which way to go. Now the Greedy Owl had a greedy wife and in his haste to get his pink mouse out of her way, he had not noticed that he was carrying a gubnut baby and not a pink mouse at all. When he saw his mistake, he was so shocked that he let Snugglepot fall. Down, down, down he tumbled, right through the window into an ant's house. A tired night nurse saw him coming, but before she could do anything, he had crashed in and killed several babies. This was a blessing for Snugglepot, but it was sadly hard on the baby ants. Oh, I'm so sorry, said Snugglepot. It can't be helped, said the nurse. What will their mothers say? asked Snugglepot, brushing tears from his eyes. Oh, she won't know, said the nurse. We have 300 babies in this house. The nurse was a kind person. When Snugglepot had told his story, she patted his back and said, I have a sister who works from a blossom lady near here. They will help you. She pointed the way to Snugglepot, and he soon found the house. It was now early morning, and the blossom was taking her bath. But when the nurse's sister gave her Snugglepot's message, she hastily dressed and came to see him. While they were talking, a bird flew in with the news that a poor little gumnut baby was down on the road, weeping and crying out in great distress. That's my brother, cried Snugglepot. Oh, then come, said the bird, get on my back. And she flew with him straight to where poor little Cuddlepie was wandering. When he saw Snugglepot, Cuddlepie ran into his arms and held him so tightly about the neck that Snugglepot was nearly choked. Snugglepot did not like kissing in public, so he said, mm, um, we, we must thank kind Mrs. Bird. Fantail is my name, said she. Mrs. Fantail, said Snugglepot, can we do anything to please you, ma'am? Mrs. Fantail was rather a gadabout, so she said, Yes, 
I'd be obliged if you'd step up and mind my eggs for me while I pay some calls. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie were glad to be of use. They climbed up into her nest and went off gaily. She was a long time away. I think, said Snugglepot, these eggs are getting kind of cold. Hmm, we better sit on them, I think, said Cuddlepie. Sit light then, said Snugglepot. I will, said Cuddlepie. So they both sat on the eggs. The sun was warm and all the bees around the trees were singing around a lazy tune. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie had been up all night and were very tired. So they fell asleep and sat hard and all the eggs were broken. When they woke up, they cried aloud, Oh, oh, whatever shall we do? A big lizard looked up from below. What's the matter? He asked. When they told him, he only smiled. Why, I can get you some eggs that will do just as well, said he, and disappeared in a flash. Presently, he came back with two lovely eggs, all warm. So they put them in the nest, and the lizard, having nothing to do, said he would ride along with them on their way. They chatted as they went along and soon became very good friends. By and by, they entered a village. There, they were surprised to see an editor writing all about them in the newspaper. Gumnut editors generally write backwards because they say it takes longer to read that way. And the people think they are getting more news. Why, they are our portraits, said Snugglepot. Oh, Mr. Lizard, they cried. Please write us away as fast as you can. When Mr. Lizard heard that they were traveling far to see a human, he said he would go with them. And if they liked, he would ride them all the way. For he had taken a great fancy to Snugglepot and Cuddlepie, and they already loved him. So it was agreed. He went back to say goodbye to his wife, promising to return at once. In the meantime, Snugglepot and Cuddlepie bought two little second-hand houses from a wayside shop. Gumnuts always carry money in their caps. They will be warm to sleep in, and the nights are getting very cold, said Snugglepot. And we can rest till Mr. Lizard comes back. So they settled in and both went fast asleep. In the middle of the night, a spotted cat came sniffing about their houses. He had a large family to feed, and he had no luck that night. Hmm, those grubs will be better than nothing, he thought, and was about to seize them in his mouth when a terrible noise arose from above them. Scream after scream filled the night. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie sat up. The spotted cat fled, and down the tree slid two large native bears. They were fighting. And as they hit each other, they screamed with rage. Snugglepot and Cuddlepie were very scared as the big bears fought over them. Then a huge foot kicked them over and they rolled down the tree to the ground. The grass was so soft and thick where they fell and their little houses so snug that they were not in the least bit hurt, only very, very frightened. They lay quite still till daybreak and then, seeing a crowd of nuts and blossoms, 
they crawled out of their camps and went to ask some questions. Everyone was talking of the horrible affair that night. It's the same nearly every night, said one nut. We get no sleep at all. Why not dress up and amuse them, said Cuddle Pie. People can't be cross when they are laughing. The nuts and blossoms were delighted with the idea and everybody set about preparing their dresses. That night, when the moon was up, they danced before the big bears. Mr. and Mrs. Bear were so amused, they laughed all night. Mrs. Kookaburra heard the fuss and came to see what was happening. She too laughed all night, and the bush rang with laughter. When it was all over, Mrs. Kookaburra said she would give a big dinner party in honour of Snugglepot and Cuddlepie. They said they were delighted, but that was a polite fib, for they hated to see snakes and other dead things eaten. Just about this time, Mr. Lizard returned, and hearing what it was afoot, he offered to go snake hunting for Mrs. Kookaburra. I know where there are plenty, he said, and being a most obliging person, he went at once, though he'd just been on quite a long journey. By and by he came back with quite a big bag of snakes. Mrs. Kookaburra was in raptures and they all sat down to dinner. Not Mr. Lizard though, he went straight to sleep. After dinner, Snugglepot and Cuddlepie went for a long walk together. On their way back, a snake popped up out of her front door and said, Aha, where is your friend, Mr. Lizard? I beg your pardon, said Snugglepot. Who killed my aunt and my mother-in-law and my three cousins? She hissed. I'm afraid I don't know, answered Snugglepot. And who sat by while they were eaten? She hissed. Oh, excuse me, interrupted Cuddlepie. There's, there's something on your lip. Only my breakfast, said Mrs. Snake. Poor Mrs. Snake, said Cuddlepie. Can't you afford anything but grass for your breakfast? I have birds for breakfast, said Mrs. Snake with dignity. Every morning. Oh, said Cuddlepie. Um, you, you, eat, you eat birds then, so birds eat you? Mrs. Snake was furious. She went green with anger and spat at them. My next meal, she hissed, will be boiled lizard. Then she drew in her wicked head and disappeared. End of part one. You're listening to Good Storytime.